Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Well, that's my cue. The music is going down, and this is Anne, uh, Anne DeHart in Southern Arizona, welcoming everyone to our Wednesday night uh, get-together with Mother, Father, God, and our dear Dr. Catherine May um, being our channel to reach these great cosmic masters that are becoming so much like just good friends to us. We get to know them so well. Uh, Dr. May, of course, has been channeling these masters for a number of years, and uh, she has a website which currently is is, uh, under construction, but it is whoneedslight.org, O-R-G. Much of her information that has been accumulating all these years, she's got a heavy load of text on that website and uh, transferring it over sometimes can be difficult but uh, right now uh, whoneedslight.org and her book Who Needs Light uh, which is going out all over the world right now Dr. May was told to give these books away don't even sell them Um, people need it because Mother Father God called it or Mother God called uh, Who Needs Light the book a manual of ascension so that people can get a better grip on just what's happening and how easy they can go with the flow if they just uh, um, can catch up with it. So thank you, Dr. May, for the book, for the website. Um, I have a website called hollowearthnetwork.com, and uh, that sister site to it is earthascends.com. Hollow Earth has to do with things on the surface and within our hollow planet. And Earth Ascends has to do with our galactic family that is right here ready to walk down the street with us very soon. Um, I'm not going to take any more time except to share with you that Dr. May is a practicing clinical psychologist, has been for more than 35 years, is quite well known in the New York City area, in the Hudson Valley area. And she has a very unique, and that's what she's teaching her very intimate group. They're up in the Canadian woods right now on retreat where they can be undisturbed. And are they making progress as Dr. May teaches uh, visual centering to six or seven of her um, followers who are learning so much. So, Catherine, tell us what you're doing up there. Hi. Well, you told them your website? 
Uh-huh. Got all that done. Okay. So we were rushing to get here. We're, we're at Mount Tremblant, which is a lovely resort area. So some of us came um, to to be here at Gabriella's condo where I could get Internet service. And some of the others stayed back at the cabin in the woods. And this year, this week, I managed to get a telephone installed. So there are actually people who are listening on the line from the cottage while we're having takeout food. (laughs) So if you hear any rustling in the background, it's just us with the takeout food. Um, We have been working so hard here. It's hard to describe, really, but everyone who's here with me has a mission. And the mission has to do with ascension. So we are all preparing to be in the first wave, which we're hoping will be any minute now. And in order to accomplish that, Everyone here has dedicated themselves to being absolutely, completely uh, clear. And that means getting rid of any stuck points, any sticking points from anything that happened in childhood, anything that could possibly get in your in your way of being completely um, in a in your happy place every minute of every day. And a good way to do that is to put nine people together in a small house (laughs) with all kinds of things going on. And if there's anything that would fray somebody's nerve, we manage to provide it. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds exciting. Purposely, of course, but it's a challenge, you know, being far from home in the woods. And I haven't put them through the paces like uh, an all-day marathon canoe trip or mountain climbing, (laughs) but it's it's something like that. So we've been doing the visual centering work, um, so everyone is just solid and clear and ready. And we've also built such a wonderful, wonderful relationship. We It is a relationship. It's not even relationships. It's just all one. We are so happy to be um, on this project together and and clearing the way for each other and being close. And it's, it's just been very exciting. So I know, I don't know if people are interested in this kind of thing or if it's um, what we should be talking about here. But we, for one of the things we do here is to um, discover the spiritual identities of the people that are here. So let's see, we have three of the new people who are here. And Pat, that's right. Yes, Gabriella's partner is here. I think I have to tell everybody this. I think I have to. Gabriella's partner. Uh, 
well, Gabriella is Archangel Gabriella, who was on the trip last time and who was the person who created the the light chamber, the light uh, pillar that attracted the reptilians to come back to the light. So many of you probably remember that um, August 22nd uh, call when we ushered, narrated the um, celebration in which, or the ceremony in which the reptilians, almost a million of them, came to the light. And that was thanks to Gabriella and Lucifer who created the pillar of light that was the beacon to bring the reptilians home. So Gabriella is here in a a condo in Mount Tremblant and she offered her her internet service to me. So the other night in one of our sessions we decided to do um a meditation to discover who her partner Pat was and discovered, much to our surprise, he is the incarnation of Ashtar. Now, many people will be surprised to hear that because Ashtar is always saying he never incarnates. But, of course, the rest of us are incarnating like crazy and working really hard. So I can't imagine that he's not doing the same. And here we have Ashtar. How about that? Hmm. That and is so interesting. And there are others here who are also extremely interesting folks. And maybe I should let them introduce themselves or have Gabrielle they're saying no. They don't want to introduce themselves. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're shy. <laughs> well, I don't want to, you know, out anybody unless they really want to be. Um, I'll just I'll just give the little indication. We have with us I, I'm not sure I can say this right. We call her Quan Yin. Mm-hmm. And um Abshima who is the twin flame of Mushaba. And people who you know, done their spiritual research, know that the Mushaba is the planet Mushaba. So mm-hmm. she is probably Queen Abshima, a really powerful lady. Mm-hmm. And we and we also have the Queen of the Elemental Kingdom, the fairies. And um, who am I not saying? Who's new? Oh yes, oh yes, and um, another woman who's who has yet to discover what discover the her project, but her mm-hmm. name is Mahara. So, or we think it is. So we'll be looking up, you know, when we get home, we'll look up all our all these identities and see what how they relate to the project that we're involved in, which is of course, our our own ascension. But I've been told that we've been asked to do this together as a group because we are to um, show by example 
that this can be done and that, you know, a group of people who really are raising their level of vibration and raising their consciousness can ascend together as a group. So that was our challenge, and that's what we've been preparing for. And it's a bit um, daunting to be told, okay, now you're going to be used as an example for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) So you better get your chops in line. So that's what we've been when been doing the identities are not you know it's not so important to really spend a lot of time thinking about our identities our spiritual identities except in so far as it informs us about our responsibilities and the project we're going to be taking on and the kind of um, work that we'll be doing afterwards when we presume we'll all be coming back So that's the story from the North Woods so far. And the other thing that's been um, a little puzzling today and yesterday is I've heard very little from Mother, Father, God, or Sananda. And a few other people have, have mentioned the same. Seems a little quiet on the heavenly front. So I'm not sure what they have in mind for us today. So... All I can do is wait and see. I've heard Mother, Father, God will probably be here. At least Mother God said she wants to speak first. Mm-hmm. So that's what I know so far. Well, then you're not one step ahead of us, are you, Catherine? Nope. Ah. I'm just here waiting to see what's going to happen. Well, I only see four hands up now. Let's see what happens after we get into the call. <laughs> all right. So okay. So you're all set then, and uh, Mother God is standing by. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is kind of strange. Usually, you get a heads up as to who's going to yeah. be here. So yeah, well, not okay. Much information tonight. So let's see what Mother God has to say. I haven't talked to her for a while, so give mm-hmm. me a minute to. Go ahead. Get yes. yourself comfortable. And you got Shay there with you? No, I left him back at the cabin because he's, he's been barking a lot lately. I Aww. brought his favorite treats, and he just can't, can't get used <laughs> to eating anything else. <laughs> That's what you get. Okay, well, we'll let you just settle down and uh, make space for our Mother God. Hands are starting to go up. And more will be happening, so we'll take them as they line up here. And uh, Catherine will be right back in just a minute. In fact, um, it'll be a while for Catherine, but I bet Mother God is here now. Mother God? Yes, dear. Lady Nada, this is Mother God. Greetings, everyone. It is such a historic time. And have you all seen the moon? Yes. The moon is spectacular tonight. Mm -hmm. And we're all looking forward to the solstice, this wonderful time of feasting and celebration and lighthearted singing and dancing. You know, there have been times on on planet Earth when 
the solstice, the fall, was a time of great community celebration when everyone would come together playing music, having big dances where everyone would learn to dance and everyone would see the people in the community and greet their friends from all around the town. I miss that, you know. It was wonderful watching these beautiful community events. They happen in some places, but not the way they did once. So I suggest to you that if you can find a celebration to attend for the autumn solstice, that you should do so. And now let's see. I haven't told Catherine what we would talk about tonight because it is such an important time. Such a hang-on-the-edge-of-your-chair time. There is powerful energy crossing the planet from the central sun. Again, you feel yourselves being lifted, don't you? It is a time of anticipation, almost holding your breath. What next? What next? Will they make the announcements this week? Why haven't they made the announcements this week? When is it going to happen? I will tell you, dear ones, it is unfolding just as it should. Things are moving. You can feel it. You know things are changing. Yes, there are still matterings of bad news and and difficult people acting out there still is some violence that's to be expected you notice that there is each time the energies rise above a certain point there is some sort of violent action some sort of mass difficulty where one person, or sometimes more than one, but usually one person, just goes crazy and does something terrible. Well, it's inevitable with, given where you're all coming from, given how dreadfully violent your planet has been, the miracle is how few of these incidents are happening now. I don't know if You're keeping global statistics about this. But I can tell you that the incidents, the number of incidents, are decreasing. They get more publicity now, but the number of incidents are definitely decreasing. However, those who were unbalanced to begin with, those who had serious difficulties are unsettled by these high energies. They're sometimes even completely unhinged by it. And that's what you're experiencing now. This too shall pass. 
but it's to be expected. And as the energies rise, you will also notice many, many more of your friends will begin asking you, what is this ascension? What are you talking about? Which I I hope you're talking about it to your friends. I hope you're mentioning it. It's very important that more and more people be talking about it. Because when those in the first wave do ascend and come back, they will be a sight to behold and they will bring wonderful teachings, wonderful information and they will bring their own presence which will be the evidence that you will all need, of course, the evidence that everyone on the planet will need to prove once and for all, yes, there is a heaven. And yes, there is a place where you can go to restore yourself. And when you do, if you choose to be of service to others, you can come back. And you can come back to do wonderful work. Many of you, those of you on this call, are way ahead in your understanding of what's happening. You're impatient because you've been preparing for years, many of you. Well, use that impatience to fuel your rising vibration. Turn it into expectation anticipation and the feeling that you're ready to fly. Now you're all wondering how will I know when it's time? How will I know what to do? I assure you, dear ones, we will make it easy for you. We will give you the information you need We will be with you. You will not be lost and alone. You will not be puzzled and floundering. You will be shown. Those of you who are adept at talking with us, or many of you have friends who can channel our voices or can hear our intentions. There are many more all the time. And if you don't have any friends who know how to channel Mother God, ask the children. Children are very open. Many of them will tell you, yes, indeed, they talk with me all the time. So find friends who can talk with us directly. And when you do, create a gathering for yourselves, a gathering of friends, folks that you know and trust, and work together. Work together to understand how to raise your vibration, how to prepare yourself 
you know that we have been giving you these messages for quite a while now. I think we're going on two years. We've given you many messages that will help you to prepare. Catherine has written her book, and we helped with that, as did St. Germain. We have asked you to read all of these messages, all of her book, and now Sananda's messages, which are brilliant and so heartfelt. You can't but learn what you need to know by reading these messages. We have instilled our feelings of love. If you open your heart, you will be lifted. Now, of course, reading messages is never as good as being together with your friends, learning from each other, but you can do that. Create a group for yourself, a study group, or ask Catherine to come and do a workshop for you. She will teach you how to center yourselves. That is the crucial thing, to be centered, truly centered in your own being, deeply connected to the essence of who you are. And when you do that, you link yourself to your higher self. And your higher self, of course, is part of us. When you link to your higher self, you will hear our voices. You will feel what we feel. You will be able to communicate. It is not just the province of a few people. All of you were born capable of communicating with us. And by us, I mean everyone. Everyone in higher dimensions. You can talk to anyone you like. They're happy to speak with you. You only need to move back into the center of your brain where your communication systems are. This is why it's so easy for Catherine to do this. She learned to move back into the center of her brain, and as soon as she did, she started hearing us. You can do the same. We would be happy if you would learn. It was our hope that you would all learn to speak with us. It's so heartwarming for us to be able to talk with our children. We are a family. We love you dearly. You know, it's, it is something like your, those of you who are parents and you know when your children go off to college you know it'll be a while before they'll be home. Well, that's how we are. We watch you go off to your individual lives. We send our fondest love and our good wishes to you. We watch over you. 
we send you, well, sometimes we even send you messages like, maybe you should just go down to your favorite coffee shop today. In fact, go at three o'clock. There's someone there you might really be interested in meeting. You know when you get those feelings? I think I'm going to call my friend Joe. And the phone rings and there's Joe. Well, we're nudging you. Sometimes it's us, sometimes it's your higher self who communicates with us all the time. Your higher self, of course, knows your contract, where you're, who you're to meet, what activities you're to be involved in, what people you will encounter, and who they are in your life and in past lives. We're always there with you. So those who say, oh, I never can talk with anyone in higher dimensions, well, if you ask them if they ever had a hunch, they'll say, oh, yes, all the time, of course. But no, I never talk to anyone in higher dimensions. <laughs> well, where do you think those hunches come from? It's us or your guides, your favorite master tapping you on the shoulder, helping you along. Well, dear ones, that is what I am doing today. I'm tapping you on your shoulder, and I'm saying, now, now is the time. Now is the time for you to take hold, to be resolute, be determined that you will be your most brilliant self no more excuses no more complaints take yourself in hand take your life in hand and create what you want now is the time you are getting a great deal of help from us in the form of these high level energies We've made it easy for you, dear. All you need to do is use what we've given you. And what we've given you is a blueprint for your ascension. Now, many of you will say, okay, so when is it going to happen? Well... Dear ones, it is not going to happen. You are going to do it. It will be the greatest challenge of your life and the most glorious moment as well. I cannot encourage you enough. Look deeply inside. Ask yourself, are you as kind as you could possibly be? Is there any room 
for improvement? Is there any moment of any day when you found yourself feeling irritable, out of sorts, cranky? Take responsibility for it. Talk with yourself. There is no reason to be in a bad mood. If you decide that you are the commander of your life, if you decide once and for all that you shape your own life and that no one else can do it for you, I guarantee you, dear ones, you will never be depressed. You will never be anxious because you are the commander of your own life. And if you don't like it, who are you going to blame? Not that you should blame yourself, of course, but simply change it. If you don't like the relationship you're in, change it. Yes, I can hear you all saying, yes, but. Yes, but. I can't do that because then I wouldn't have any money. Well, we are trying to teach you now about manifesting your dreams. If you don't have any money, ask for it. Ask your guides and your helpers to show you how you can go about creating something in your life that will take care of what you need at this moment. And when you do that, you are preparing yourself for ascension. Now, this is not an oxymoron to take care of your day-to-day difficulties in order to leave this planet. I'm suggesting that You cannot be prepared for ascension unless you have finished with what you needed to do here. And what you need to do here is to accept and acknowledge your brilliance, your intelligence, your strength, your wisdom, and your great Resilience. Look back on your life. How many times did you think you were at the end of your rope? And here you are now. What happened to the end of that rope? It never appeared, did it? Somehow you always managed to swing yourself up onto a higher place to... Climb, your, climb out of the hole you were in to find a way out. Do that now. We're looking for high vibrations. And in the realm of high vibrations, there is no such thing as, I can't do it. 
or I'm being prevented from having a happy life or I can't see my way to find any solution to this problem. I am just stuck. Well, there is no such thing. There is always something new around the next corner. But you need to be adventurous. You need to turn those corners. You need to take yourself into a different environment. You need to take yourself into a different place in your own mind. The place where you see the stars, where you notice the blue sky, where you look at the beauty around you and go back to the time when you were capable of feeling wonder. Some of you get discouraged. All right. But don't let it last more than five minutes. Because if you let it last more than five minutes, you will defeat yourself. Now, this is my, what you would call, pep talk for those who have said they're preparing for ascension. Well, preparing for ascension does not mean you're going to wash your hair and put on your makeup. And you don't have to worry about whether you shaved or not. And it doesn't matter whether you change the oil in your car. This is not what we do in preparation for ascension. Make peace with all your relationships. And in the process, you will learn wonderful things about other people, about your own capacity to be forgiving, Make peace by offering your apologies, your forgiveness, whatever is required. Look around you. Look at the children. Look at your friends. What do they need from you? Ask them. Ask them what they need and offer to help. And all of a sudden you will feel the ice dam break in your life and everything will begin to flow. And that sense of flow is what will carry you. That is what ascension is made of. Everything is in motion. Everything changes. Nothing stays the same in the cosmos, in your life, on the planet. Every moment brings a new opportunity. Every day brings a new beginning. Every single day, every sunrise brings you a new life. Use it well, dear ones, and you will be ready. 
Now, you have heard from us before that there will be mentors for each of you. There will be lessons for those of you who are just beginning to become interested in this or for those of you who are new to this call. We will give you help. We don't expect you to learn by yourselves. But those of you who have have learned to live a happy life, have learned to be creative and resourceful, you're ready. In your hearts, you're ready. It's just that last leap into the unknown that challenges you. You will get all kinds of help. Now, everyone's interested in the the prosperity funds. Everyone is interested in how, how will their life be made easier. Well... It will be made easier. But you know the old story of people who win the lottery. The ones who don't believe in their own competence, in their own joy, will throw the money away and end up even poorer than when they started. Do you know why that happens? It's because people had no faith. It's because they did not believe in themselves. Because they put their faith and their hope in money. Perhaps this will buy me new friends. Perhaps this this will buy me a happy life. Let me spend it furiously to try to find myself a happy life. Well, of course they didn't. Because there are not enough trillions of dollars to buy anyone happiness. The prosperity funds, no matter how wonderful they might be, no matter how many people they will help, they will not bring you happiness. It will bring you relief from slavery. It will free you from the necessity of working at a job you hate in order to put food on the table. That is all it will do. It will free people all over the globe from having to work as slaves. And it will have a very leveling effect. Now, of course, when you take off your tight shoes, you feel better. And that's what it will do. It will succeed in taking off your tight shoes. Now, what you do with the rest of your life, that is the challenge. That will show what you're made of. Some people think, oh, finally, 
I'll be able to have a new car. Well, there's much more to this process than buying more things. Or as our dear Gabriella is fond of saying, more stuff. (laughs) There are very few people who need more stuff. What most of you need is more time. More time to spend with each other. More time to follow your heart. More time to pursue the creative projects you always wanted to do. More time to support others in their brilliant projects. That's the fun of it. Being able to support your friend in creating uh, a theater group to put on marvelous plays for your community. What could be more fun? You will be completely free to do those kinds of things. So we hope that those are the kinds of things you're planning now. Many of you have started projects in the last year or two. Humanitarian projects or efforts to educate children or start a place that will make life more comfortable for elderly people. All of those projects will come to fruition. All of the good work that you have poured your hearts into. If it was a pure idea, if it was designed to bring safety or comfort or solace or nourishment to those around you, all of those projects will succeed. The projects that are de- that are designed to support the arts, to encourage children to take part in exciting learning projects, painting, science, literature, music—all those things will succeed. And imagine how different the tone on the planet will be. I know we've been talking to you about these things for a long time. But there's a reason for that. The first times that we talked about this, you would say, oh, that's a pipe dream. And you went on with your day. The second or third time... We talked about it. You said, oh, that sounds so lovely. If only that would happen. After five or six times of presenting this picture to you, this view of what life could be like, things started to happen. 
people started to create these these uh, activities. People started to turn to their neighbors and say, you know, we really need a free clinic here. We really need a place where people can come to get help. And there they are. It's taken a year or two for some, but people are doing it. Look around you. The world is changing. Your friends and neighbors are changing their own world. And this is why we have talked to you about these things. Because this shift on planet Earth is not something that the galactic the galactics are going to come and do for you. And many of you are very aware of that. They cannot do that. That would be invading your planet. And you've seen all those movies. That is not what we intend to do. So you see, our progress, the progress of the ascension of planet Earth, is entirely dependent upon humankind. Now, how is it that it can entirely depend on humankind when you hear about prosperity funds and ships landing and magic happening all around you? Well, think of it. You, dear ones, you determine whether or not the ships will land. You determine when all of these things will happen. Father God has told you on the Hollow Earth Network calls, raising your vibration is what tips the scale. When you get to a certain level, we can help. So those of you who are saying, oh, I'll believe it when it happens, I'm going back to watch television. Well, I hate to tell you, dear ones, but you're the ones who are slowing it down. So it's time for everyone now to pull yourselves away from your old entertainments, your dark thinking, your negativity, And come join us. We need you. We need you to raise the vibration of the planet. And we need for you to do it today. So call your friend. Go to work tomorrow and tell them. Have you prepared for your ascension? That would be a good way to put it. Or how about, have you learned anything new about how to prepare for ascension? I'm working on it myself, and I'd like any tips you hear coming your way. And they'll say, what? What's ascension? 
And you can say, why, you've never heard about ascension? Everyone's talking about it. We're all preparing. It's a marvelous thing. Everyone's getting ready. We're moving to the fifth dimension. Why, you're not going to wait, are you? You're going to be left behind. Come and help us. And you will turn this ship around, dear ones. Now have I made myself entirely clear. You. You are in command. You're in command of yourselves. You're in command of your lives. And you are in command of this ascension process. And are you the sort of person who leaves everything to other people to do? I don't think so. You wouldn't be on this call if you were. I'm sure you know people like that who just wait. They never start anything. They don't even, they're not even very good followers. They just sit and wait. Well, there will be something for them to do later on. But in the meantime, we need all of you to put your shoulder to this wheel and you will see something magnificent happening. And it is not going to happen next month. It is going to happen now. When we tell you that, we are predicting that you will agree with us. That is why we can tell you it is going to happen. Because we look at you, we see enough of you agreeing with us, and we predict that it will happen. But that is only our observation. And who are we observing? You. We tell you what we see coming from you. We are mirroring you. If this ascension happens, it will be because of you, not because of us, not because of the galactics, not because of St. Germain's trust funds. It will be because of you. You who walk your dog and meet your neighbor and talk to them. Have you read these messages by Mother, Father, God and Prime Creator and Sananda? Have you heard what they're saying? How hard is that? Bring in more. Take the message to more people. And above all, prepare yourselves. But prepare yourselves for the most important event of your life and do it by being clear 
and open and loving and kind every minute of every day. And now, I return you to our dear Lady Nada. Are you there? I'm here. I'm here. Oh, oh. hello, dear. I wonder why I'm getting an echo back. I hear you. Oh, good, good. Well, maybe I'm the only one that hears the echo. I think it stopped. You have had troubles with this technology, have you not? Yes, we were getting breaks. That was why I I felt so bad when I heard the replay uh, of uh, the, the call, I think it was last week, when I was speaking over um, your son Zareya was talking, and then to me it went dead. And so then I started speaking. I waited and waited, nothing happened. And I started speaking, and uh, then it finally came back, and Zareya was there, and you, you said, I think he wanted to finish talking, and I felt so bad because I try not to talk on top of someone. But oh, that was dear. the technology. Yeah, that was we the technology. That. <laughs> no one could accuse you of rudeness. <laughs> it was very clear you couldn't hear. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, we are all working here, just as you say, and uh, reaching out to those that uh, we can take as far as we can take without... Um, giving them so much that they turn the other direction. Just a little crumb here and a little bite there and curiosity. (laughs) Well, I'm going to suggest that you look at your panel and see how many questions we have for tonight. Oh, my. Do you really want me to? (laughs) Oh, my. We started with four. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Oh my! <laughs> what shall we do? Well, I am seeing that there is not. There is only a half hour left. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that we should take some questions. Okay. We don't have any other special guests tonight. Things Mm -hmm. are very quiet tonight. So we're going to talk with individuals who would like to come and ask their questions. I'm sure you made a lot of hearts go pity-pat when you said that. (laughs) They're always so disappointed when they don't get a chance. Um, Let's lay out some ground rules. Uh, let's tell everyone that when you're now if if you are um have your hand up on the telephone but you're listening to the computer and you're not there um there's a delay and um you may not respond when we tell you that you're next so let's all work together to make this flow real nice and fast and immediately give your first name uh where you are what your location is and one very clear question. Let's don't 
try, once we have uh, Mother God's ear, to create a lengthy conversation at the expense of those that are still waiting. So let's all help each other and see if we can get 15 questions answered. Who knows? Maybe we can. So does that sound all right, Mother God? Yes, that's fine. All righty. I'll begin then. Let me see. I'm opening area code 217, ending in 2233. Uh, go right ahead now. Hi, this is Lee. Um, question. I want to know how many apostles are currently in the flesh on the earth right now, and if so, which ones? <laughs> uh, I'm curious, dear. Why you wish to know this? I've been told different things and wanted to get an opinion. Well, you know, there's a there are many different lists of who were considered apostles. I would say I, Jesus apostles, the ones that are in the Bible. Yes, I can tell you that not only are all the apostles here but all those who were close to Jesus, all those who took part in his teachings, who were close to him, all are here for in a few in a few situations it's their their twin flame who may be here, but I can tell you the whole group is here because they are the ones who are once again trying to help with the ascension of planet Earth. And are they spread around the Earth? What countries are they in? Well, they are all over. I would prefer to allow them to reveal their own identities. We don't do that. Hmm. It would only be done with their permission. Okay, I think we've had an an a question and an answer. This could go on easily into a, a wonderful long conversation, but I have to be the one to say somebody is standing right behind you. So, um, are you are you completely are you finished? Oh well, as you said. Yeah, I know you're not, but it was so, a good question, okay. and and we all got some really good. Um, um, good information that we've never considered before. So let's let it go at that for the moment and uh, let area code 661 come in. Lee, I'm going to close your line and ask you to hit number one, please. Thank you. Yep. Uh-huh, number 661 ending in 0240. Come on. If you don't respond, I'll have to continue to area code 978, ending in 0318. Hi, this is Rebecca, and I'm in Massachusetts. Good. Um, Mother God, hi. I'm uh, wondering, because it's a, maybe just I need clarification, I know that we will have an opportunity when we ascend to go into the healing chambers um, at whichever location we end up doing that. Um, but then I think there was talk about us all leaving um, 
for when the earth actually does her complete kind of ascension or change, her physical change. And I'm wondering, will that happen after everybody has already gone through, all the waves have, you know, gone through the ascension piece? Am I clear? (laughs) Yes, I believe I understand your question, dear. Well, there is a... These are are, uh, waves we're talking about. The, The ascension process will continue as long as it needs to for all the people to raise themselves to the point where they can go to the healing chambers. So it will not be a moment, there will not be a moment in time where everyone on the planet is in the healing chambers. It will be a different kind of process from that. Those who are in the first wave, yes, will come back. But you see, dear, once you have, have raised your vibration to the fifth dimension, you can travel very easily. You will be in constant contact with those of us in higher dimension you will know when planet earth needs to do a cleansing we will let you know and you simply get out of the way it is not the kind of disaster that you might be thinking of there will be no apocalypse there will be no complete inundation of the planet where no one knows it's going to happen. There will be plenty of warning. There will be plenty of people who know how to either evacuate those who haven't yet ascended or to take themselves where they need to go. It will not be what you imagine now. Does that answer your question? Yes, that helps very much. I I really was wondering about if there was anybody left and how that might work, but you have answered it. Thank you very much. All righty. Thank you, Rebecca. Good question. And I think many people keep wondering about that. Okay, I'm closing your line and asking you to hit number one, please. And I'm opening 803 area code. Okay. uh, Ending in 93... Uh oh, we're getting a feedback. Let's try you, eight oh three. Come on. Can you hear me? Hi. You're very uh, very tiny. You're can you can you speak directly into the mouthpiece? Yes, I um there must be my phone, I don't know why. Uh my name is Crystal and I am going to leave where Lee left off and asking Mother God, um, for those who are still Wondering their title. Is it a matter of um, just timing for them to come into their full understanding, or is it something that they might not be doing correctly, or what's going on there? <laughs> Did you say learn your title? Yes. Well, what what most people are learning is their their soul name, and often along with your soul name goes 
some understanding of what your affinity, what you have affinity for. Many choose their soul name to describe what their path is. And of course, your soul name can change. You choose it yourself. So some have taken a soul name that is descriptive of what they care about or what they plan to do. So in that sense, yes, it is like a title. It is a a way of expressing yourself. So, for instance, Lady Portia chose the name because it it means portal. It also in several languages it means to carry. To carry through the portal. And that is the work she is doing. Lady Nada chose her very modest name because she does not wish to be at the forefront. She doesn't wish to be advertised or or promoted. She wishes to be an identity without identity, without a name. So the name that you choose for yourself, I hear lots of lots yeah, I do too. going on. I'm, I thought I had closed the previous line. Let me try that again. Maybe that'll help. So, yes, talk with your guides. Talk with your higher self. Find out what your name is. But do not imagine that the name describes all of you or all of what you will do. Because even if it is a name that describes something you've done in past lives, that is not what you will do now. So your future, your expression of who you are, comes from you. It is very entertaining sometimes and very comforting to know that you have done good work in the past. And the reason for knowing that is that when you do find out where you've been and what you've done, you will say, ah, yes, that's what I like to do. I understand why I had a life like that, because that's what I wanted to learn then. Now, what does that imply about this time? What does this apply about what my soul is evolving toward? It's all information, but it's not complete. No matter what you learn about your soul name, it's not going to describe everything about you. So continue to reach deeply to be the soul you are now at this moment. And that is your path. Wow. Thank you for that insightful 
message, and it has cleared some things up. Thank you so much. Oh, that's great. Thank you, Crystal. And uh, I'll go ahead and close you. Please hit number one, Crystal. And uh, area code 786. Okay, your line's open. Come on. Uh, Good evening, beloved masters. This is Jeff from Miami, Florida. Uh, mm-hmm. A question, I would like to have a question answered by St. Germain, if he's available, would be to, uh, if the plans for Sunday's, uh, the Pope announcements of the uh, kind of the dismantling of the financial structure and the control system that is under the Vatican's control, is that still uh, on point? Thank you. I will have to turn this over. I believe Saint Germain is willing to take on. Okay, we're getting a little echo. We're getting a big echo. Yes, we are. Uh, Jeff, what kind of a phone are you on? You're the only one that's open besides me. Uh, I can, you can close me if you'd like. I'm, I'm done with my question. Okay, okay. We'll just go Thank ahead you. and close you. Now, mm-hmm. the question Thank was, you. does Sunday Yeah. have, have Jeff clarify before oh, we okay. call on St. Germain? Okay. Um, maybe it's your phone. Just a minute. Let me get Jeff back on. Come on, Jeff. There you go. Yes, the question was, is the uh, event at the Vatican where the Pope is going to disclose the dismantlement of the whole structure uh, as it has been posted on several websites. just want to confirm that because I've, I've passed the information on and I, I really want to confirm that uh, you know we're still in the same plan. Thank you. Yes. I'm calling on St. Germain. I don't know if he was expecting to be here tonight. Uh-huh. Hang on a minute. Okay. All right. Thanks, Catherine. Okay, we're going to wait and see if St. Germain's available. He wasn't scheduled. Thank we'll you. see if we can. Mm-hmm. Seems like we're okay on the echo, so I'll leave your line open, Jeff. What is this uh, you're saying? Is he's supposed to disclose the dismantling uh, this Sunday? Is that it? Yes, on the equinox on Sunday, there's a pilgrimage going on at, to the Vatican, and uh, uh-huh. the information I'm receiving is that uh, he's going to read. Um, basically, he's going to disclose that the, it's 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 basically taking it apart and what it's what the Vatican has been, or I don't know in, in what detail, but uh, he's supposed to disclose the information that we've all been waiting for to start oh, the bank and all that stuff. So. Hmm. Uh, I'm curious. <laughs> okay, well, let's see if uh, uh, St. Germain could possibly be here with us now. Yes, dear. Thank you. This is St. Germain. Thank, Thank you. you. Well, yes, you have been reading about something very exciting that's about to happen. I do not wish to, um, how do you express it, Um, take the wind from his sails, but the Pope is doing 
a very good job of moving the plan forward. The event that you describe is indeed going to happen. And I suggest that people be tuned to their radios or their television to see what the Pope has to say. What he's going to be announcing is really the the publicity, the public announcement of what he has already been doing. There has been much happening behind the scenes. But it doesn't reach your media. It should be big news all along. But it seems the only way we can get an announcement out is for the Pope to do it. And then there are enough people who will listen. But still, even when something as dramatic as his decree with the September 1st deadline came out, It was not in the newspapers. Some of the biggest news on the planet simply doesn't even make the news. So this is why a lot of people are saying, oh, when is it going to happen? Well, it is happening. Dear ones, it is happening. Do you know what it takes to dismantle an organization like the Vatican? Do you have any idea what hundreds and hundreds of years of bureaucracy and intrigue have created? Do you know the reach of the Catholic Church? How many churches do you suppose there are on the planet? Every one of them. Every Catholic Church and many of the others are intimately linked to the structure and the financial systems of the Vatican itself. This is what is now being unwoven. It is like taking the most enormous carpet you ever saw and pulling Mm -hmm. each thread one by one it is being done (coughs) and he will give you it is planned for Sunday he will give you an overview he cannot possibly tell in a a short speech what the intricacy I'm sorry of the plan actually are because it would be impossible. There are hundreds and thousands of people working on this. There have been for some time. But you will get a report that will make your heart sing, I guarantee you, if you're one who, who celebrates freedom. You remember the first day of Pope Francis's uh, reign, as they call it. He said, this will be a poor church 
for poor people. How do you suppose it's going to become a poor church? Given that it's the richest institution on the planet. Of course, everyone is thinking they're going to give it away. Well, you are correct. And how it's going to be given away, you will hear some Mm. preliminaries. You may even hear some announcements of some of the people who are going to be held responsible for the mess that was the Catholic Church. And I say mess because there were good people. There were good intentions. There were good programs and good work being done all over the globe. There were many people who were sincere and who truly wished to do good things. We cannot simply collapse the entire house of cards. There are schools, nursing homes, hospitals, good places that we cannot allow to be dismantled. Do you have a sense now of what this is taking? This is the plan. And Pope Francis will give you an update on the progress. I hope that answers your question. Jeff? Uh, <clears throat> that answers uh, like 80, 85%, 90%. But I still have like... Uh, he's, he's supposed to make some announcements to focused on the banking and the debt relief and all that, is is that going to be something that he's going to talk about and to initiate immediately, or is that still something that's that's, uh, going on into uh, next month or so, without any dates, but you know. It it is unfolding. Okay. He will discuss the parts of the plan that he is authorized to discuss at this time. That is mm-hmm. my hope. Okay, well, we know thank it's you very un- much. We know it's underway, Jeff. That yes, was, thank you It was much, a long Kenna. question and a, a very... Um, thank you so much, St. Germain, for um, being willing to tell us this much. And um, we all want to have our surprises, so um, there's something we can still look forward to learning. And uh, thank you very much, St. Germain. And uh, thank you, Jeff. You're way ahead of us. All right. Um, Jeff, can you close, uh, can you hit number one, please, and put your hand down if you don't mind? We're down to seven minutes. Who will be the one? I'm going straight down the line here. I wish there was a way I could monitor whose question is most critical, but I can't do it. I just can't do it. Um, so I'll just take the next one in line, and hmm, that's what I get for scrolling this this line. Okay, here we go in area code five two zero. Opening your line zero two eight eight. Come on. Hello there. This is mm-hmm. Cynthia in Tucson, Arizona. I wanted to uh, thank you all, and what my question is is I've been reading the scriptures that Catherine has been 
translating from Sananda. And I had a question about expectation. And I, like, I, I'm hoping I read this wrong. If I didn't, it'll be a short answer. But it says not to have expectations. And I always thought, you know, expect miracles, expect this, expect that. So could I have some kind of clarification, please? Yes, who would you like to ask? Oh, whomever would like to answer it. I'm honored <laughs> by whomever does. No. Well, this is Catherine. I'm back. Um, well, I think the explanation would be that ex- the word expectations usually implies that you're looking for something to come from outside of you and okay. to change your world. So I think when Father God was talking about this, what he was referring to is the need to shift your um, your feeling tone and your thoughts about this from expectation to anticipation, which is okay. excitement, um, hope, a state of looking forward, but without having already decided what it is you want and need and how it should happen. An expectation is is like a fully formed hope. Right. And there, there is so much to look forward to that that would be limiting. So if you keep it to high vibration anticipation you won't close any doors combined with a lot of joy huh combined with a lot of joy right and i feel as i'm talking i can feel mother god's presence that last piece was her was her words <laughs> to look forward with a that lot was of a joy. good yeah. one you know, we limit ourselves with expectations but with anticipation, um, we're sort of just wide open, ready to receive. That's a wonderful explanation. I, I certainly appreciate it. Thank you. Thank yes, you. Thank you. Well, Catherine, we're down to four minutes. Um, we'll never get through all of our questions as usual, but we had some very good questions. Do you want to try one more quick one? Okay, if you're game, let me close like this line here. Down to the line. And but okay, here we go to area code eight four three, ending in three zero four one. Come on. Hi, this is Stephanie from South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Hi. <laughs> this is my first call, and I just. I, I don't even have a question. <laughs> well, shall we move on? Going, and get don't somebody? call me. Don't call me. Um, yeah, maybe somebody has, has a question. But thank right. you so much. Right, thank you for you wanted. Stephanie, was there something you wanted to say? Um, I. I'm not even sure what to say. Just um, personally, I'm kind of I, I don't I have myself in in a stuck 
place, but from um, this, I, I just need to open up and, and talk with my guides a heck of a lot Good. more. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Okay. Let them in. So, so read the messages. Yeah. Read the messages, and you can go back and listen to earlier calls too. And you'll get you'll yeah. have lots of questions answered. Well, welcome. Definitely. Thank you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, my vibrations are just soaring right now. It's awesome. <laughs> That's wonderful. That's great. Right. That's great. Back next time. Well, I, I, we're down to two minutes, Catherine. What do you want to do? About, I think that's about what we can do. Uh-huh. I have some, I'm going to have some new music soon, and I'm looking forward to playing that. But I think for now, maybe we can play our lovely Archangel in the Snow song by John Mamora who is who calls himself Johnny Angel and I'll give people a reference they can go to YouTube and look up Johnny Angel he's starting to post some wonderful songs and he he's going to let us use them on the show so we're going to have some real interesting music soon but I also want to give credit to Jonathan Goldenthal whose song we use every show when we open, and that's called Lucille. It's Jonathan Goldenthal's music. So we have two music writers who are contributing, and there will be more. So I'm going to start John's song, Archangel in the Snow, and say goodnight to everybody. Good night, Anne. Oh, I'm glad you're playing Archangel. That was I think that's where I came in, Catherine. It's a beautiful, beautiful song. And good night, Catherine. Good night. And we will see you on Saturday, right? Mhm. Yes, we're all set. And that'll be uh, on uh, blogtalkradio.com/hollowearthnetwork and it'll be posted to all of our different um postings. Great. Good night, everybody. Good night, Captain. It was after midnight. Moonlight on the snow. Poetic in its beauty.
That's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.